welcome to Mentally Stronger, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strengths, and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Melly O'Brien, co-founder of Mindfulness.com and creator of mindfulness-based mental strength training. I'm so glad to have you with me. Let's dive in to today's episode. Sometimes one insight can change a whole lot. And today's episode is about one of those kinds of insights, one that definitely had a huge impact on my own life when I really understood it. I've seen it create really big shifts in many, many people that I've taught it to over the last 15 years. And I think it's one of those insights that has the capacity to really move the needle on your mental strength as well. So what I'm going to share with you today is perhaps the most important distinction that you will make when it comes to becoming mentally stronger. And once you know this one, you can't really unknow it. After sharing this insight with you, I'm going to give you a technique so that you can actually take this insight and utilize a practice in your life that's going to help you massively reduce the stress and the negativity and the suffering in your life in this next week of your life. So I'm really going to encourage you to practice with this in the coming week. So this is a simple insight, a simple understanding that has huge implications. So what I'm going to be talking to you about today is the difference between pain and suffering. In order to be mentally strong, it's important to actually get quite clear about the difference between these two. So let's just back it up for a moment. I'm going to give this a little bit of context. At any given moment of your life, you could say we have two dimensions of our present moment experience. First of all, we have what we would call primary experience. Now, primary experience is our sense perceptions, what you can feel, see, hear, smell, and taste. Then on top of that, in any given moment, we also have secondary experience. Now, secondary experience is the thoughts we have about our primary experience, right? This is all the meanings and stories and judgments and viewpoints that we have in our minds. So a simple example to illustrate this, let's say you're in a car and your primary experience is the feeling of your hands on the wheel, the feeling of your feet on the floor, you know, moving around on the pedals, perhaps braking and accelerating seeing other cars, the colours, the shapes, the shadows, and hearing the sounds around you. There might be birds, the sound of the car engines, maybe the radio. Okay, and then in, in this particular example, you see the cars around you start to slow down and then stop. So you're in now what we could call a traffic jam. That's your primary experience. Now, in a situation like that, what kind of thoughts tend to come in in your secondary experience? Right? If you're in a traffic jam, you might have thoughts like, oh my God, if I'm late, my boss is going to get so angry, maybe you'll fire me. Or maybe you have thoughts like, 
oh, this is horrible. God, I hate traffic jams or God, why am I such an idiot? Why did I come this way? You know, I can't believe this. Or that maybe you start cursing the drivers around you. So now when we think these kinds of thoughts, they trigger off different responses in our bodies emotional responses, physiological responses. We get stressed, we get irritated, we get anxious, we get negative. All of these are forms of psychological suffering. Now, there's an old saying, pain in life is inevitable, but suffering, that is optional. Now, this is true. So in our primary experience, we can't help that sometimes unpleasant or painful or unwanted things are going to happen, okay? We can't control everything in life. Traffic jams happen, big lineups happen, long phone, you know, wait on the phone when you're trying to get through to customer service, that happens. All kinds of things in relationships happen that we don't want to happen, all kinds of things happen in life, bad weather, all kinds of things, aging, sickness, loss, misfortune. Now, we can't control all of those things. We can take action on some of those things, but we can't control everything in life. So sometimes just stuff happens, right? We can't avoid that on the level of primary experience. But the psychological suffering that is created by our unhelpful thoughts, that is totally optional. We do actually have a choice to unwind and even completely end that kind of suffering. So let's just take a pause here and just come back to this definition of the difference between pain and suffering. So definition of pain, any unpleasant, unwanted or painful physical sensations, emotions, or experiences we might have. Suffering, the unhelpful thoughts that we have about our primary experience that cause us to feel stress and suffering and struggle. Now, we automatically tend to pile layers of suffering on top of any unpleasant sensation or experience that happens in primary experience, often in a very dense web of reactivity. So, you know, we don't just pile one small bit of suffering on top. We tend to kind of, once we get going, we tend to, you know, have one unhelpful thought and then another one and then another one. We rev ourselves up into anger and frustration and irritation. And we can do that all day from one traffic jam, right? It could put you in a bad mood and you're often running all day. So it's been said by many spiritual teachers, and I believe this to be true in my own personal experience, most of human anguish is created through suffering. Most of human anguish, I'll say it again, is not coming from primary experience. It's coming from secondary experience. Now, this is not to diminish or downplay any experience that you might be going through that is really, really challenging or painful, not at all. In fact, this is to say that if you're going through something like that, then, you know, out of compassion and love and, and care for yourself, you know, it's wise not to pile layers and layers of suffering on top of something that's already really, really difficult, yeah? So if we cannot change our circumstances on the level of primary experience, 
right, then these thoughts that create suffering don't help. And if we can change things on the level of primary experience, these thoughts don't help. (laughs) They may pretend to be helpful in the moment. We often feel like, you know, revving ourselves up with these kinds of thoughts is helpful, but all they do is actually cause inner turmoil. We can take effective action without adding suffering on top. And if we can't take action to change things, then we can accept that fact without adding any suffering. Let me give you an example again. Let's say you're stuck in that traffic jam, right? You can sit there cursing the traffic and saying, you know, to yourself mentally how much you hate it, how stupid you are, and the boss is going to kill you and revving yourself into anxiety. And then you could finally realize that you can take action. You actually remember an old shortcut and you can go turn the car around and, you know, do that. Or if there's no option, there's traffic all around you, there's nowhere to go, you've thought about all your options and there's nothing to do, you can sit there and wait patiently, maybe listen to a good podcast or listen to some music uh, or wind the windows down and enjoy the view or whatever. You can do that, again, without going into all those layers of psychological suffering, right? And you can, in either case, whether you do something or you don't do something, you'll have a calmer and clearer mind. So how do you actually do this practice of actually letting go? It's, I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, suffering is optional. Great. You know, you don't need to do this. How do you actually let go of suffering when you find yourself caught up? I'm going to give you a practice to do that. And here's the wonderful thing. Our attention is finite. So if most of your attention is you know, gotten wrapped up in suffering. So you're sitting there and you're really kind of engaged in this mental tirade about how awful your situation is and you're feeling really stressed. One of the best things you can do in that moment is to shift your awareness out of secondary experience, right? Out of the thoughts and being caught up in your head and just shifting your focus back into your primary experience, right? So if we go back to the traffic jam, Let's say you were getting really stressed. You're thinking, stupid traffic, this is horrible. Uh, I'm such an idiot. As soon as you notice that you're in suffering, as soon as you notice that, you know, this is not helpful, just bring your focus back to primary experience. Connect to your senses. And I'm going to give you a mindfulness practice called the tree practice to give you some support in being able to do this. So this practice is going to help you focus your attention back in primary experience and take you through a process of focusing on three things. First thing, you're going to focus on the feeling of your feet against the floor. And you can do this now, just feeling the sensation of your feet against the floor. And now feeling the breath moving in your body. Just feeling that wave-like movement of the breath and now shifting your focus to three things you can see so looking around in your environment right now I can see a plant out my window a microphone in front of me and I can see my cup of tea beside me so when you're looking at those things you're just looking at the colors and the shapes and the shadows and the textures so you're not thinking about them just sensing just looking So if you're in a traffic jam, you might look at the 
the car in front of you, the cloud in the sky and the bird on the side of the road, right? So again, feet on the floor, that's like the roots of the tree grounding you. Breath in the body connects you to the trunk of the tree, the trunk of your body. And the branches of the tree are like the three things you can see. So once you do that practice, you've returned your focus into the present moment. Now you're rooted in the present moment and connected to your senses. You're really grounded in awareness. So it's a really, really easy practice, really easy to remember. And I highly encourage you to give this a go this week because we so often create unnecessary suffering and stress and struggle for ourselves at home and at work and in relationships. We do it in airports and traffic jams and the long lineup at the grocery store. So this week I'm inviting you to give yourself the gift of greater inner peace and mental clarity by choosing to let go of unnecessary suffering. Every time you notice yourself caught up in unhelpful thoughts, every time you notice you're feeling stressed or reactive or revved up, just use the tree practice. Feet on the floor, breath in the body, three things you can see, and then just proceed with whatever you're doing with greater awareness and clarity. So in this way, you're going to reclaim your peace of mind, wake up to a greater awareness and be more effective and intentional in your next choices, actions, and words. I wish you a wonderful week of practice with this. I really hope it's beneficial for you, and I'm looking forward to being back here for next week's episode of Mentally Stronger. Until then, take care. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength. And if you'd like some more support in becoming mentally strong, come over to the website and check out the different coaching and training options I have on offer there for you. You can find the links for all of that in the show notes. And thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong.